What is up, Veg Zeners? Welcome back to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and yes, even those of you who are simply veg curious for sharing tips for living a healthier plant-based lifestyle. I am today and always one of your hosts, Vicky. And I'm really glad for that. And uh, <laughs> and this is Larissa. And this is episode 186. And have you noticed something um, probably slightly annoying, but maybe amusing? I just realized that whenever you say, whenever you, whenever you uh, start introducing the podcast and you say vegetarian zen, I waggle my eyebrows. Have you ever uh, noticed that? No. I just noticed mm-hmm. that I do that. I thought and- you were just flirting. <laughs> Well, that too, but you know, um, no, but we were recording back to back and I noticed it, that I did it on the last one we just recorded and uh-huh. then I just did it again. So oh, hmm. now, Interesting. now just, now it's just a reflex and now I know I'm not being flirted with. So now okay. I think that it's, it's that I think vegetarian Zen is sexy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right. This episode of the vegetarian Zen podcast was inspired by a question posed by one of the members of the and carrot society what up guys regarding what to eat when you're not up to cooking that is a great question it was <laughs> i was impressed yeah that, that because uh, you know we have daytime jobs and stuff going kids mm-hmm. and stuff going on not us but we have furry kids and <laughs> lots of stuff going on and um yeah sometimes you're just not up to cooking right so in this episode we're going to share some simple meals to make to get you in and out of the kitchen with minimal fuss and must. Right. Who and does not want that. Exactly. And uh, I might add, uh, I took what I did is I took the conversation that went on as a result of Kayla's question in the peas and carrots group. What um, up, Kayla Childers? <laughs> what up? <laughs> and I, uh, I, so we'll be talking about a lot of the comments that people left in there in okay, this episode. Cool. Right. So, so let's take a moment real fast for those listeners who may be new to explain what the Peas and Carrots Society is. Okay. The Peas and Carrots Society is our closed Facebook group. So we have a public face, uh, facing Facebook group. Page. Page, right. And that's right. Page. And then we have a closed Facebook group that we created. It was, this was Larissa's brainchild because, uh, you know, she said there are people probably that want to discuss social issues that they're having, maybe, uh, maybe family members or partners not being accepting of living a more plant-based lifestyle. So she had this idea to create the Peas and Carrots Society, which was again closed, meaning that when you leave comments or ask questions that those aren't seeing on your uh, on your, on your feed, on your yeah. public feed. And uh, wow. So that group, what are we at now, Larissa? We're, we are at almost 900 members. It's crazy. It it's, is it's insane. And mm-hmm. I mean, it's a great group. We love all of our members. Everybody is so active and it's just amazing. People can ask. This is a no bully zone. And mm-hmm. by that, we mean we're not going to judge you. Uh, you everyone plays nice here we uh, will remove members that are disruptive or disrespectful to other people uh, because we want this to be a very peaceful place and people to feel safe and i will say we've gotten private messages or messages on our on our um page that Mm -hmm. people express how safe they feel Mm -hmm. there in that environment they don't feel like if they're meat eaters eaters that they're going to be attacked uh if they feel that you know if they're just 
semi plant based, mm-hmm. they feel safe asking questions. Yeah, you don't have to pass a, a uh, what do you eat test in order to get in. I mean, we have <laughs> we have members who are not vegetarians. We have members who ha- are lifelong vegans. You know, we, we've got every 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 type of. Uh, and to find nine hundred people yeah. out there that are this cool it's is amazing. just amazing. amazing. So, so and thanks, again, guys. we. I mean, Larissa started this group, but by no means. I mean, this group is just that cool in themselves. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're just. They uh, are so welcoming of all people, mm-hmm. and it's just a great place to be. So, so facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash vegetarian zen to uh, request to join. There you go. All right. Okay, so where are we? Okay, so let's uh, move on to uh, our main topic. Okay. And again, uh, as I mentioned, this was a question asked in the Peas and Carrots group by uh, Kayla who said, uh, and this is her question, she said, Hey, peas and carrots, I'm 12 weeks pregnant. Yay, Kayla, congratulations. Congrats. I'm 12 weeks pregnant and have zero desire to cook lately. Well, I'm not pregnant and I have zero desire to cook sometimes. (laughs) So just saying. Uh, She says, I'm 12 weeks pregnant and have zero desire to cook lately. Unfortunately, I get off work earlier than my husband and he and my daughter still like to eat normal meals. What are your go-to meals when you are so over cooking that's a great question uh I, I i was so excited because you know of course immediately we got tons of responses on there and i'm like oh podcast outline <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> peas and carrots gives us a lot of ideas oh yeah so so here's where i started when uh well first as i mentioned i just copied the entire conversation from facebook into to my outline and worked from there but i did a little bit of kind of googling uh on this as well and one of my favorite food blogs is called The Kitchen. It's K-I-T-C-H-N uh, with no E in the middle. At thekitchen.com. Yeah, thekitchen.com. And we'll link to it in the show notes. Actually, I should say Marigold. We'll link to it in the show <laughs> When I say we, I mean Marigold. <laughs> Thanks, our, Marigold. Our awesome assistant. But uh, anyway, so I love The Kitchen. They have so many good resources for for cooking it's not a vegetarian or vegan um website but they just have so many good tutorials just for everything you can think of they have articles like the one i'm going to talk about they've got all kinds of stuff um so this article that i found on the kitchen is called why you don't feel like cooking tonight and how to fix it nice i mean super practical right (laughs) yeah Uh, what a great title for an article too that's going to make most people click on it it is and it just goes to show you that you can find anything on the internet. Mm-hmm. I love the internet. All right. So this article basically is exactly what it says in the title. It lists four reasons that are commonly given for not cooking or not wanting to cook, um, plus how to get past them. So what I did is I took each one of these reasons in this awesome article and we'll talk about each one of the four. And then I took those comments from the Facebook conversation and kind of intertwined them with each reason. So mm, very nice. Voila. Very nice Podcast melding of ideas. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So what's the first reason then? First reason you don't know what to cook. No, oh, this Cooking is like paralysis. That's what, yeah, that's exactly mm-hmm. what I call it. And I suffer from this a lot, don't I? Uh, yeah. And you know what the crazy thing is? You'll come back from the, gro- so when I say you, I say, so I work during the day and Larissa does the grocery shopping because grocery shop shopping on the weekends just stinks as most people know so she will go on a nice tuesday afternoon when nobody is there and that's great and we have a lot of groceries but a lot of times we don't know what to do with it we have a pantry full of stuff Mm -hmm. right right and uh we just 
there, that's where the paralysis comes in. <laughs> right. Well, and the thing about it is, you know, there's so many cookbooks, even I mean, we don't have a whole lot of cookbooks, but we have plenty. And between the cookbooks we ha- have and all the saved recipes, I have piles of saved recipes in Evernote, uh, the the app on um, the computer and uh-huh. Yeah. You know, oh, anyway. we do not lack. I mean, if you oh, look no. at our Pinterest okay. board, there's yeah, tons. Pinterest, uh, you know, you can Google any single recipe name or idea and get 5 million things, right? So it's not that I don't have ideas or recipes on hand, you know, it's just the opposite. I have so many That's that a it's good, easy to get overwhelmed. That is a really good awareness of, yeah. of that. So it's not... Because sometimes when you have too much, mm-hmm. there's a there's actually a, a phrase or a term for that. It's uh, when you have more things to choose from, yeah. it's actually harder to make a decision. Yeah. So uh, there's something to that, mm-hmm. actually. I forget Absolutely. what the name of that phenomenon is, right. but there's actually something to that. Uh, but uh, it's not analysis paralysis, right? It's, no, it's no. It has else, to do yeah. with something with decision, the paradox of choice or something, something yeah. about that where you have too many choices you don't know which choice to make right exactly well that happens to me a lot uh, and I just get easily overwhelmed and so then of course that leads to me not making anything because I don't pick something so I end up like you know I'll make frozen pizza or something which just stinks mm-hmm. um, yeah and putting spinach on it doesn't make that much no better. <laughs> yeah that's, that's I mean health wise for us but I'm we're like, both guilty okay, of it stick I'm some spinach and mushrooms yeah on it and, and I'm we're both you're you know, you, I'm tired, you're tired, and it's just one of those things. So. Uh, okay, so remedy for this. Uh, the best thing to do in this case, just make something fast and familiar. You know, even if it's just um, tacos. Yeah. I mean, have some staples. Some, yeah. Mm-hmm. So have taco shells in the fridge or, or, or um, uh, some tortillas or, you know, something that you can make quickly and easily um you can use for for and just using the tacos example you can use the um meat alternative grounds which we use a lot right or you can even do lentils and those cook quickly and you know so we'll talk about that more a little bit later on so kayla herself said uh that she usually keeps a bag of frozen ravioli or tortellini in the freezer which um, then she'll serve with frozen broccoli and just, you know, some jarred pasta sauce. That's good. That's quick. It's on hand. Mm-hmm. You know, you can keep that in the freezer. It's not going to go bad, you know, in a, within a few days, um, like if you had something in the fridge. Uh, and then she, her other suggestion that she had is just a grilled cheese or like a, a veggie sandwich with uh, tomato soup. Okay, reason number two, you're missing ingredients and don't want to or can't get to the grocery store before dinner. Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, we, we're we operating on one car now since you had your, your car accident in May. And so, you know, sometimes on days where I don't have the car, if I have something planned for dinner and then I realize, oh, I don't have that one yeah. thing. Right. And it's the, not even like a small thing, right? It can't, yeah. it's got to be something that's going to make a difference. Th- that I can't substitute <laughs> anything else for. Yeah, right. exactly. Of course. <laughs> or leave out. Of course. So, you know, even best laid plans, right? Uh, I've had the whole week meals planned, but then monkey wrench because on Tuesday is dinner, I'm missing whatever. So, you know, it, what do you do in that case? Well, you keep your pantry and freezer stock with staples is probably the best way that you'll always be able to have some some things around so like dried pasta uh quicker cooking legumes like lentils quinoa rice bulgur 
canned beans, chickpeas, and frozen veggies, things like that. Right. So then, you know, you can easily still come up with something. It might not be the the, uh, recipe that you were planning on making, but you can still have something Mm -hmm. that you can throw together. Right. Right. So along those lines, Angela said uh, that that she likes to keep a few of those veggie convenience foods on hand. So uh, things like that she keeps are black bean burgers or veggie burgers in the freezer. We do that too. mm -hmm, Yep. Or um, spaghetti and then frozen um, uh, vegetarian meatballs. (laughs) Not meat, but you know, you know, you know what I mean. Quote meat. Meat, right. <laughs> Air quotes. Uh, and then uh, she also said, which is interesting, curry simmer sauce. So you can just throw some chickpeas and frozen veggies Ooh, in and have a, good like, a quick curry, which mm-hmm. is good. Um, David said uh, pasta and sauce. And then he said that he adds broccoli and cauliflower and, or carrots and his, uh, pasta primavera. Yeah, pasta is a good one to keep around. Mm-hmm. It's pretty versatile. You can do a lot of different things. I'm not, I don't like... Uh, red sauces, as you know, I don't either really. Yeah. So, I, I isn't really that funny? Don't. And we always buy it. Yeah, we always buy <laughs> That's it. That's why we never eat it. Well, because <laughs> I don't care there. for Alfredo either. Uh-huh. No, I'd rather just have them plain. Yeah, yeah, with just a little bit of of butter or you know, and then mm-hmm. some herbs and and yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you there. I'm I'm not a, a huge and somehow red sauce we just. Fan. We just learned this about each other. I know, right? 15 years into living You don't together. like it either? Why am I making this <laughs> for 15 years? Why do you keep buying it? <laughs> I really thought you liked it, and you probably thought I liked it. You know, That's neither exactly. one of us. I thought you did. All right. Reason number three, you're just too tired to cook or clean up afterward. That's a big one, That's too. That's the thing, yeah. I mean, you know, but how even much if of a you... mess? What ugh. footprint am I going to make in my kitchen? In your kitchen, right? <laughs> Dirty footprint. Yeah. Ew. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, I mean, a lot of times you're just too tired. And I think in Kayla's case, that's that's probably the part of it. You know, when you're 12 weeks pregnant, I can imagine you're exhausted. And this is where pizza comes in, right? Yeah. This is where you yeah. I sometimes pull out the pizza. But there are other things you can think about. So bulk cooking can come in handy here. So when you have some free time, weekends tend to work well for many people. They make large batches of their favorite meals and then freeze them. So some things that freeze well are some soups. Chili, lasagna, and casseroles. Mm-hmm. Those yeah. are really good because you can eat from that mm-hmm. all week long. Right. And we buy the, um, we have a kind of a stockpile of the glass Pyrex uh, dishes that have the, the rubber lids. And I've got all different sizes. You can buy them in sets. They're awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and actually, I'll put the Amazon link um, that I buy them through. I buy them that there myself actually and um, I'll put that link in the show notes and they have different four different sizes in each set and um, they're great I and those I use those for freezing homemade vegetable stock too yeah. but you can freeze individual portion sizes and then you can even after they're frozen so that you're not like running out of containers you can even take those out after they're frozen just pop them out of there and uh, wrap them and put them in a uh, like a freezer bag Mm, okay that yeah way. that's a good idea yeah, especially if it's right. soup and chili and stuff that you're just going to defrost in a pan oh, anyway. that's a good point mm-hmm. right and if you're really in for a long tiring day you can take them out of the freezer in the morning to get ahead uh or get a head start on thawing and reheating right so if you know time, ahead so of you're time not, right so they're not like hard you have like <laughs> coming out of the your, freezers just get home yeah because you know sometimes you know that you've got like a six hour meeting so you know mm. that you're going to have a late day and they always if you if you do it right away and you do to me it always tastes a little freezery mm. unless you let it thaw let it on thaw. its own mm-hmm. yeah 
Yeah. So um, also um, talking about bulk cooking. And then Andrea says that she makes a double or triple um, amount of a recipe that she posted a link to. And we'll link to this in the show notes. Uh, slow cooker lentil quinoa taco filling. We were talking about tacos earlier. Mm-hmm. And she said she'll double or triple the uh, the amount of this recipe and then save it. And then that way she'll she'll have it throughout, you know, either throughout the week or I guess you could probably freeze portions of this as well. And she also said she likes to do big, big batches of soup or chili in the slow cooker, pressure cooker. And then um, you can just, if you're doing a vegetable soup, you can just use like leftover vegetables and things to make a quick one to make it cook faster. Uh, but she said that they, she really likes taco soup and she has a very uh, slow cooker, vegetarian taco soup recipe that she linked to as well. That sounds like something I would make on accident. Like I was <laughs> trying to make tacos and I got too soupy. So I'm like, Oh, it's taco soup. Yeah. And then you call it accident <laughs> soup. <laughs> uh, and then um, she also had a, a really cool looking recipe for crock pot, sweet potato and quinoa turkey chili. That's fancy. That's fancy food. (laughs) (laughs) But I'll link to that as well. Okay. And then another alternative is to make something with just a small amount of assembly required so that your fellow diners or your family uh, (laughs) need to do some of the work too. Right. Right. So you make the basic stuff and then make them do the work of putting it together. Mm -hmm. Right. And then you can make them do the work of uh, washing the dishes too. (laughs) There you go. Uh, Susie says, I will do a taco fajita burrito type of meal. It seems more fun to me than an actual meal and requires them to do some assembly. So many options, beans, rice, veggies, whatever I happen to, uh, whatever I happen to have. I will brown some tempeh if I feel like it. You can also roll everything up and then brown them in the skillet too. You could even have the ingredients prepped a couple of days in advance to pull out at that night when you're not having it. When you're not having it. <laughs> Exclamation point. That's uh, also add some salsa and chips maybe. Uh-huh. And that's a really good idea. That is. I like the idea of, of kind of making a, a taco or a burrito and then browning that. Avocado too. Don't forget the avocado. Yeah, the forget, forget the avocado. Forget no. it. Forget it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's a really good idea. I like that. Uh, and then uh, reason number four. Okay. Your kitchen is a mess. <laughs> You can't bear the thought of working in there. <laughs> That's happened to me before. I, you know, I, I, uh, we have different, um, tolerance levels when it comes to messiness. Yes. I have uh, zero. Not dirtiness, just messiness. <laughs> yes. You have a negative, uh, okay. Well, yeah. I, have, well, but I've brought that up. Yeah, you have. And I've, and I've made an effort to pick stuff up more than I used to, mm-hmm. um, especially before we were together. <laughs> so compromise people compromise. Yes. Um, but, uh, yes, but if you're, if you didn't have time to do the dishes the night before or the, the morning before you went to work, your kitchen's a mess. You don't want to work in there. Well, unfortunately you're either going to have to deal with the mess or clean it or go out, <laughs> you know, and I, you know, I'd, I'd rec- yeah, exactly. I recommend cleaning it you know, at least enough to use the sink and the counters to cook your dinner. And then, uh, you don't, I mean, you don't have to do like a deep clean, like, like move the appliances and, and clean your oven and everything to, you know, to do this, just get the stuff off the counters, put the dishes in the dishwasher. You'll feel better. Well, here's the thing. You can make cleaning fun, right? You Mm -hmm. can listen to some, I love like 
listening to eighties music, mm-hmm. listening to podcasts, whatever gets you going. You know, mm-hmm. you hear me singing out loud sometimes. Oh yeah, yeah, it's fun. <laughs> it's fun. All right, um, what about a couple of other suggestions? All right, so just some other suggestions that didn't quite uh, fit into our four. Uh, Elizabeth said, but they were still good. Elizabeth said that uh, her other half made a uh, creamy vegan broccoli sauce recipe when she was working out at the gym one night. She came home and this was all ready. And uh, she said it was amazing. That sounds good. It does. We'll have to check that out. Mm -hmm. Uh, Nikita said that uh, she also is pregnant. She's nine weeks pregnant. Congrats. uh, Yeah. Congrats, Nikita. And the worst of her nausea comes in the evening and around dinner time. So I can imagine you don't want to be cooking, right? Uh, She (laughs) said that uh, she finds that making pasta salads, pitas, and sometimes just throwing something, you know, pre, I guess, pre um, assembled in the oven is a, is a good idea. And uh, then for pasta salads, she said that she keeps the base pretty much the same. So she'll use uh, different types of dressings, um, maybe something sweeter, spicier, creamier. And then she does spiral pasta as her base with bell pepper, onion, cherry tomatoes, avocados, and corn, peas, maybe asparagus, sometimes grapes. And, you know, I mean, again, that's a good thing that you can kind of throw in whatever you like, right? Right. It's um, a, That's a great way, especially when you have a family with different tastes Mm -hmm. they can customize it to whatever they want that's true that is really true because you can make that pasta and then everybody adds what they want um and then uh, she always she says it always um tastes better the next day so she'll make extra again which is kind of batch cooking which is a good thing Mm -hmm. okay kelly says sloppy joe's so easy my version based on post-punk kitchen snobby joes snobby joes <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know i made sloppy joes last week and i did use i did lentils and it it was okay the thing that i would say is the the um the recipe that i used i think it was from minimalist baker but it said to use green lentils because they they're firmer and they hold their shape re- i didn't like the green lentils i cooked them twice as long as they were supposed to be cooked and they still didn't get as you know, they were still kind of a little bit too firm, a little bit too firm. I'd rather have a mushier. So I would use red uh, or brown lentils next time. The, I the thing I would like, I thought overall was a good recipe. I think the thing I would like more about this was the well, more of a barbecue type flavor, mm. because to me it was kind of flat. The flat, flavor yeah, was kind of flat. Was a flat. And if it wasn't with that I put tons of Tabasco, which I do on most things anyways. But so how do you that know what it tastes be, like? Well, no, I, I tasted, it, tasted first, it first. And yeah. then uh, then I put the Tabasco on it. Right, yeah. So, uh, And then Kelly seconded the uh, tomato soup and, and uh, grilled cheese also. So again, uh, the link to the kitchen article is going to be in the show notes. I really, really would recommend checking out that article because not only it, it's it's a long article, it doesn't just have these four kind of bullet points like we talked about, uh, but it also has a bunch of simple re- links to simple recipes, meal ideas, tips for kitchen organization, and more. I would say that article probably had about at least 30 links in it. So wow, yes, it's awesome. And then just check out the whole kitchen website while you're there. It's amazing. Okay, what is the recipe this week, Larissa? The well, recipe of the week. The recipes uh, of the week will be um, just links oh, to just all the, the recipes okay. that we just talked about. That so. makes sense. Yeah. Why add one more on top of yeah, all that? Right. We already gave them quite a few. Exactly. And okay, then, then let's move into the quote of the week, which is by. Sir Isaac Newton. And he said, nature is pleased with simplicity and nature is no dummy. Now you got that right. Very, very cool. That's right. 
And I would venture to say Isaac Newton was no dummy either. That's right. <laughs> All right. So um, we had mentioned a pressure cooker earlier when we were talking about um, uh, batch cooking. And so I kind of wanted to promote the one that we have. It's the Instapot. And I think it's the IP60. I'll put a link. On the thing Amazon is so amazing. Affiliate so link amazing. in the show notes. The versatility. It's, I love this thing. I, it's what I use to make my uh, vegetable stock. And we've talked about that several times. And I just save up scraps in the freezer. When the bag is full, then I dump them in there, add water and some bay leaf and make my stock. And it's awesome. Uh, so much better than the uh, the store-bought stuff, right? Right. You know, uh, one of the things I've learned since we've become vegeta- vegetarians is the importance of the cooking tools mm-hmm. and the quality. So we've bought some amazing cooking pans, mm-hmm. this crock pot. The, we bought our, uh, bl- our, our, I'm sorry, pressure cooker, our, the uh, blender that we have. What is it? The Vitamix. The Vitamix. Yeah. That was one of the our first juicer. purchases we, we bought mm-hmm. as, uh, right, our juicer. And these were not low end, so they aren't as cheap as some of the things you'll find out there. But certainly worth it because I can really tell the difference between mm-hmm. some of the lower quality things we used to use mm-hmm. versus the better tools that we have. Well, and that Vitamix blender has like a 20 year warranty on it. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how much confidence yeah. they have in it. It really is an amazing blender. Yeah. Really it's amazing. Awesome. So I'll put the, uh, the Amazon affiliate link in the show notes for the pressure cooker that we use. It's amazing. Makes really good um, oatmeal. I've made soups in it. I've made, uh, different stuff and it is really really good okay the question this week is what simple meals do you prepare the most often please share because uh, i think this is one of the cool things again about the peas and carrot society is they share all of these awesome amazing recipes with each other and that makes us all just a little bit better (laughs) about being able to stick to some healthier things when the week gets the best Mm -hmm. of us it also helps us when we are dealing with uh reason number one up here you don't know what to cook cooking paralysis yes exactly definitely all right i think that does it for our show this week until next time peace out bye Thanks for joining us today on Vegetarian Zen. We've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet. You can download it right now by visiting vegetarianzen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind. 